0: I'm Zach. I'm John. And welcome to the Stick and Mortar show. Today we are very lucky to have Kristen Suarez. Extremely with us. lucky. So, Kristen, I have a rule of life that I didn't have before I met you. Okay. You never know who's cutting your hair. Exactly. Is my new rule.
1: That's very, very true.
0: So here I am sitting in the chair, and you very politely asked me so what are you doing today and I said well I'm recording a radio show even though it's not really a radio show I said Mm -hmm. and I told you what I was doing recording people with interesting stories and I said do you know anybody and you said yeah my dad Mm -hmm. and I was so excited and he told me a little bit about his story and um was he um excited that you were going to tell his story
1: Here's the thing, being that he is a 73-year-old Hispanic man, there are some reservations as far as him letting other people know his story, so I guess that is why I'm here, because <laughs> he likes to keep it private with understanding, but little hesitation, but it was okay, he was up for it, he thought it was a cool idea. Um, was
0: there anything he wanted to make sure that you said that came across?
1: Um, nothing specific, but I think it would just more or less be someone's journey and how they get from one place to another. So
0: you told me that he came from Cuba. He did. So tell me from the beginning what you know.
1: Okay, so from the beginning what I know, his family is actually from Spain. Um, Both of his mom and his dad are from there originally.
0: And what's his name?
1: Um, My father's Uh dad. Um, well, he's not with us anymore. I've never met well, him. But he, yeah, his name was Raymond. Uh-huh. My grandma's name was Ophelia. Um, I like to call her, with all due respect, loved her to death, that mom, Tony Montana's grandma in Scarface, <laughs> to a T, of what my grandmother was like. Very mm-hmm. hard-pressed and very whatever.
2: I'm glad you brought up Scarface, because yes. that's really my first experience with like the Cuban-American story. I can story. do the
1: best Cuban accent, and I can tell you I learned it specifically from Scarface. So, <laughs> I find that very... Very interesting. Even Me though too. I lived with a Cuban for my whole life, I learned it from Scarface, which I okay. love. Um, anyway, so they, my grandma had moved away from Spain when she was little, so she doesn't have much recollection. Now, my grandfather, um, he actually escaped from there. His parents both died, so he was sent to live with his grandparents, and I guess they were extremely abusive. So when he was about 12, I believe, or maybe even a little bit younger, he stowed away on a boat. Um, And then it made its way to Cuba and he didn't have anybody there. So he basically lived on the floor of a store and worked and lived there and then kind of just made his way. And when he was an adult, became very successful and...
0: Successful in Cuba. In Cuba. Doing what?
1: Yes. He actually worked for... He started out when he was young working for an ice cream business um, I don't know much about it. He doesn't go into it that much because I think... If company's... I was in
0: Cuba, I'd want ice cream. Well, of course you would. <laughs>
1: Duh, who wouldn't? Yeah. Anyway, so then started from when he was younger um, and worked his way working in this shop, I guess, and kind of got business knowledge and whatever, and then ended up being... I'm not sure the exact title of it, but it was some sort of... Vice president, I think, is not correct, but in some sort of bigger hmm. position in the company. Um, so was very successful with that. Um, him and my, my dad and my uncle actually had, they had a very wealthy upbringing for the time. It was in the thirties and the forties. Things were a lot different then. So as far as I'm concerned, it was probably early twenties. Um, cause then he passed away when he wasn't very old. My dad's father. Gotcha. He was in his fifties and so he actually died. It was kind of tragic, which is how, this is how my dad came to the United States. Um, he was an alcoholic and he died from, um, it was cirrhosis or some sort of thing wrong with him. And the reason why my father says that he became an alcoholic was he started drinking when he moved to Cuba st- strictly to keep warm. It was not... It, that's what he yeah. says. And he says he started drinking mm-hmm. at 12 or something like that. And it was specifically... He said he didn't have any food and the guy... they would. It was to keep warm. So he just started. And then when he made money, he could, you know, indulge in the lavish lifestyle and kind of continued. And then he ended up getting really sick and passed away. And so that's how they moved from there to the United States. Was it
2: rum? I mean, Bacardi's made in Cuba, right? Oh,
1: gosh. I have no idea. It uh-huh. was... Vic- I don't know. No, I don't... Th- is Ricardo going Cuba? Yeah.
2: I think it... The family it, is Cubans. Yeah, it was. I don't know. If now it's Puerto Rican. Okay.
1: Knowing my family, it wouldn't be as generic as rum. I don't know. They're not drinkers, but I cannot imagine it like, <laughs> being rum. More of like a scotch whiskey type thing. Okay. I don't know. But rum, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I don't think about that. But um, it was... Yeah, it was something, apparently. So... That's how he passed away and then at, like I said after that that's how my father moved to moved to the country so
0: Okay. Yes. And when how old was he when he moved?
1: He was 9.
0: And where did he move to?
1: Where do all Cubans move to when they move to the United States? Westchester, Florida. Exactly. Exactly. No, he moved to Miami. Right. They had family there and then they moved they didn't stay there for long and then they moved up to the way to New York. They stayed in New York for a little bit and then they finally Planted their their feet in beautiful Oak Park, Illinois. Amazing. Out of all places, yeah. it's like Dubuque, Iowa. Like where could you go from New York? Yeah. But they went to Oak Park, so then they settled there.
2: So your father uh, left Cuba before. Well, yes, while pre pre
1: Castro. He, he okay. actually, my father actually went to school. Which this is another cool thing that he has a connection with. Mm-hmm. My father actually went to school with Batista's. Young with both of his children.
2: Oh wow! So
1: he went to school with them. So my dad always says, "Oh, you know that scene in The Godfather when they come and you know that you see the kids and you know this and then whatever." Which he totally doesn't speak like that, but I just love to emphasize it again. Scarface Uh reference. Um, He he says, "You know, it's so funny they look just like his real kids." And I go, "How the hell do you know that?" And he goes, "Because I went to school with them." It's like, oh well, you know, it's like going to school with Obama's children, I guess. But I mean, I would have no idea.
2: I'm glad you brought up the Godfather cuz that's another The of Godfather 2 for, Oh, The Godfather 2. two yeah. 2 2. Yes. So that's when uh he goes to Cuba in like yep. 58, 59 yep. trying to set up a deal.
1: Yes, exactly. And he yep. said he moved he moved away before that, but you know how they kind of scramble and then they just leave. Mm-hmm. Um he said it was exactly like that. Like people just panicked at the got their ass on the boat, and they left. So, But he yeah. was pre-that, so he didn't have to experience it. It's interesting
0: it, you know. how his life sort of paralleled his father's life, left one country to go to another.
1: It did. Um, paralleled it in ways of that, but paralleled it in also extremely opposite ways, I would say. Like what? You know, obviously, my my from what I know, my grandfather, you know, indulged himself and lived lavishly, and my father was totally not like that. But business-wise... Totally the same. Hard working, totally the same. But yeah, it, it, it is a little bit, it is totally parallel. I guess I never considered it like that, but it's true, it is. So, so what do you
0: think his challenges were when he moved here?
1: Uh, he didn't speak the language. It was not cool to be an immigrant like it is now. Um, he had an accent, which he doesn't have now because he tried so hard to get rid of it. Um, not being accepted because he was where he was from, and, uh, we didn't have the best relationship with Cuba after that, so he kind of, I think, had to deal with that, but I think more or less than anything, it was just him coming from a different country, and he didn't know the language at all, and part of the reason why I don't know Spanish is because he didn't want me to know it, and not that he didn't want me to know it, but he told me that I would never have to use it in my life ever, and... You called
0: him on that one, I
1: think. I (laughs) did call him on that, because I said, Mm -hmm. uh... You know, I wish I would have known it, but no, it was it was just not cool back in the 50s and 60s and acceptable to not be from here. So he tried everything he could to be americanized just like everybody else still does or tries yeah. to or whatever. So yeah.
2: So first was Miami, then New York. Mm-hmm. How old was your father when he got to Oak Park,
1: Chicago? Um, I believe he was 14. 13 okay. or 14. They didn't stay mm-hmm. in Miami and New York long at all. I yeah. believe it was a year okay. in New York. And then maybe well, maybe a year or two years in both those places. Because so. that's
2: a lot of transition to go from Cuba it to Miami to transi- New York to Oak transi- Park.
1: It is. It's so weird. And he's told me why they kind of moved, but never really in detail. So I'm not quite sure. I know they had family in Miami, of course, like any good Cuban does. And so New York... I think his mom wanted just to go there, and then Oak mm-hmm. Park they had family here too as well.
0: And so, what would a family gathering be like for you guys? How much Cuban was in the family gathering, or were they just completely trying to assimilate?
1: Um, you know what? It it, it was there. There wasn't a lot of Cubanness, I guess <laughs> you could say. Uh-huh. It was very, you know, I don't really remember because they. I do to a certain extent, but they were so much older than me my all of my mm-hmm. family. So, I mean there was always Spanish being spoken and all this type of stuff, but not too much, you know. There wasn't like big fiestas, which isn't even Cuban, but right, there yeah. you know, it, there wasn't anything like that. So, it wasn't it wasn't too pressed on me, I guess, about where they were from and all that. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because When we think of the great Cuban Mm emigration, you know, in 1959 and 60. Right. You know, the first people to come over here were the really wealthy and connected people because they had to get out of there because they were afraid for their lives. Right. And everything was taken from them. Right. But they thought... That it was just going to be temporary because, you know, the United States is just going to go in and take Cuba back and they'd go right back home. Right. And life would be like that. Right. But your father, he chose a different path. He chose he to did. be assimilated and become American.
1: He did.
2: It's funny because the process, at least from, like, my grandparents coming over, mm-hmm. it was so different. It was so official that they landed at Ellis Island and were given... Right. It was like, here is all of your information. They changed their name day one. Right. Like, you are now an American. We can't pronounce... Right. The Russian <laughs> name. Well, you know. and
1: so my grandpa on my mom's side, that's how he came here. And oh, yeah. he, again, was like 13, and he stowed away on a boat and mm-hmm. everything. And he came through there, too. But, yes, it was very, it yeah, it's crazy how that, that how that happened.
0: Yeah. So what are the things that made your father laugh?
1: Um... What is the stuff that made my father laugh? He tends to think that he's very funny, so he makes himself laugh a lot. <laughs> I like that. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's, he, that's a great he, skill. Thinks,
1: he thinks he is God's gift to the comedic world. And I have told him, Dad, do you not know the first rule of comedy is to never laugh at your own jokes? And for whatever reason, he never takes that into consideration.
2: That's a rule that's worth breaking, I think. Yes, you carry about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like, oh, I have this great joke. Let me tell it and just laugh away. I don't I don't know if I think that.
2: I think everyone's children probably think their parents are the least funny people on the planet. No matter how actually funny they are, Yes. Uh, everyone probably thinks, yes. you know, has a parent yes. who's like, wants to tell a joke that's totally going to embarrass their kids. Yes. It's their job to embarrass their kids, yes. basically.
1: And I would say my mother makes him laugh.
0: Well, that's good. Yes. That sounds like a nice relationship.
1: Yes, they've been together like fifty-seven years or something like that. Wow. So, yes. So, is he thought.
0: a great dancer?
1: He can, again, he if you would ask him, he would think that he was phenomenal. So, I can't say that he's bad. He's he's not horrible. No, um, he's pretty good. He's got that rhythm going. He does, does. He? Yeah. and he plays the guitar, the acoustic, just like every not to the best of his ability. But just like any good Cuban does, so yes.
2: So does he love the Buena Vista Social Club?
1: I have no idea. Oh,
2: this is a great movie about uh, Cuban musicians. It's the I the best you know movie. what they were I just don't here know. Friday and Saturday. I don't were know they? if
1: he. I don't know if he's yeah. ever seen that. I will have to ask him about that. Totally.
2: Oh yeah, it's the it's the quintessential Cuban musician movie. I think it was made in. It was a documentary about all these phenomenal Cuban musicians. Made in like the 90s I think Eric Clapton Went down there And played yeah. with him
1: Okay well then Here's another thing About that too So I, again Stories of the past I bought him this Great documentary About Cuba It was about mm-hmm. the land And whatever else And I thought Oh my gosh I got it for from Christmas And I was so excited To give it to him Because I was like We can watch this together And he can tell me This is Playa del whatever And all these different things And he couldn't watch it yeah. Because it was just too hard. Because he said, for one, that was not the country that he remembers. It looks totally different. And to the point where I was like, oh, you you can sit through it. It'll be fine. And to the point where he's like, I need you to turn that off. So, mm. so yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I don't think that's
0: uncommon because my parents, they never really wanted to go back to the homeland either because they used to say, we left for a reason.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I You know, I think it was more or less him seeing because... Obviously it's not up to date yeah. So I think for him to see how kind of Not destructed it is But not as yeah. Kept up as it used to be That more or less kind of killed him so,
2: Yeah. Yes. It's heartbreaking
1: It is it It's is. heartbreaking
2: well, if you showed my grandfather, who's not around anymore, but if you showed him what Brooklyn was like today, that's probably not the Brooklyn that he would remember from, like, 1918. I guarantee right. it. Yeah,
1: That is very true. It's, it's not tenements true. anymore. No, I do. have two
0: children who live in Brooklyn, so I know.
1: So they love it.
0: They
2: love it. Yes. I wonder if 50 years, if, if Cuba's going to be the hit place to live.
1: I totally think so. I said to my father, if, if I could do it, I would totally buy real estate there. I have this hunch in me that it is going to be restored to...
0: So we are going to make you
1: mm-hmm.
0: president of the real estate division of Shtick and Mortar.
1: <laughs> I think that would be phenomenal.
0: Congratulations and on I your just, promotion.
1: Right, and I learned that Paris Hilton just went to, to Cuba, so she's going oh, wow. there, they're okay. all going to go there That's soon. That's right,
2: because oh, yeah, she Lord. wants her hotel back. Right,
1: mm-hmm. right. TV.
2: Do I know MTV? Right. Well, yeah. Okay,
1: and do you know that they have a show on it called True Life? Yeah. Okay, they mm-hmm. had one episode that it was called I'm Famous Online. <clears throat> yeah. There was a kid <laughs> on there that was 16 years old and he was famous for being on Instagram. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so the whole thing is about him having these Instagram posts and hit and his life being wrestled because in his school he's so famous for having so many follows on followers on Instagram. And his biggest Biggest like problem in his life thus far was that he felt that he couldn't trust people because they only liked him because he had a hundred and fifty thousand followers on Instagram. So yeah. he
0: thought he'd be exploited.
1: He thought no, he didn't. He couldn't trust people because he thought that they only liked him because of that he oh, was famous on that Instagram.
0: Is, it's a terrible thing to put on top of teen angst. And
1: then his friend, he was dating this girl, and his friend told him. I just want to let you know that I really think that Taylor is only dating you because of all of your followers on Instagram. And so then it shows him being interviewed and he goes, I don't know if this is true or not, but if it is, that just proves that you just can't trust anybody. They just totally like oh. me because of Instagram. It was like, oh my God, if this is the biggest problem that you have to deal with in your life, I would hate to see you when you're, you know, oh God. Yeah,
2: I've got a real
1: problem. It was yeah. horrifying though. Why do they put this? It's horrible. It's,
2: it's a huge thing though is people are app famous.
1: That's crazy to mm-hmm. me. God, it's yep. so weird.
0: Well, there's all kinds of ways to be famous that there didn't used to be. Yeah.
1: Well, there's... Yes. There's
0: YouTube stars. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's Instagram stars. Mm -hmm.
2: There's Twitter stars. Yes. People have huge followers on Twitter and it's not... And sometimes you never know why.
1: That's so stupid, though. Because in the whole Instagram, the only thing you do are clicking pictures. And half of these people that are famous on Instagram are clicking pictures of themselves. Mm -hmm. Like... It's just crazy. I mean. uh,
2: my name is John Silver, and when I got started on Instagram, they are like, do you mean Jen Selter?" And I was mm-hmm. like, who is that? I don't know where it is. Mm-hmm. It's this incredibly famous girl who just takes pictures of her butt while she's working out. She has a million followers.
1: Oh, my and God. And she
2: was on the cover of Vanity Fair. Are her, you
1: serious? Yeah, she
2: was on the cover oh of Vanity gosh. Fair. Oh, my gosh. Because her uh, people are so... Pop- they're so... <laughs> they're so... Such- popular pictures of her butt
1: are you kidding me oh my gosh mm-hmm. what is wrong with this world? well this
0: crave for fame is real uh, you know i was watching american idol and there's like 20 episodes of people in different cities auditioning hundreds and hundreds of people have the same dream and then when they don't get selected you know they say things like you just don't care about my dreams right you know and they're just so indignant when they're really terrible but they don't get selected
1: well, I mean, like, at least... The thing is, though, at least, like, with American Idol or something, like, they're singing and they have some sort of talent. What what mm-hmm. talent of taking a... That is so crazy. I don't That's know.
2: so crazy. Having a butt is talent now.
1: I mean, I get that you have Instagram and all that, and, like, I'm not trying to hate on you, but it's like... Oh, well,
2: my Instagram is purely... Uh, ridiculousness.
1: Okay. Well, and that's all well and good, and that's fun. I, I, or, er, I just, I, I don't get the whole, th- I don't get the whole thing.
2: I only take pictures of my foot or the floor or things I find. That
1: is amazing.
2: As a joke, I'm hoping people will get frustrated. And how it. many followers do you have, John? I don't know, like 20? 20? 20, <laughs> 20, <laughs> maybe 25. 20s. Yeah.
0: That is amazing. I think people are going to start using you. You will not be able to trust people once you get up to the 30 level.
1: Yes. I, I know. <laughs> you, you might not know if your relationships are based on who you are as an individual no. or your popularity. I don't on think Instagram. I can trust
2: my friends or my friends of friends because they're only staying friends with me because I take pictures of my foot.
1: On Instagram, and you yeah. have 40-some followers, mm-hmm. you need to be aware of that. Totally. Yeah, I have
2: uh, I have four followers on Twitter. That's So I, can tr- I feel like I can trust those people. Wow, that's okay. four more than me.
1: That is. Mm-hmm. That is four more than me as well. Yeah. Yes.
0: Well, thanks for sharing your time with us today. Yes, no problem. I'm going to say that you are absolutely delightful.
1: Well, good. And I'm glad you
0: are a very natural person in front of the microphone. Well,
1: I I would hope so.
0: Yeah, so we want to ask you back. Oh, you do? Yeah, because you're so fun.
1: Oh, what do you? What's the topic of that conversation going to be? for We the never next know time? what's going
0: to come up, no, but I think you'll have something to say about it, whatever it is.
1: I know. I think that'll be great.
2: That's good. Well, thanks so much. Yes. Well, thanks for being on Stick and Mortar. Tell all your friends. I will.
1: I will. I and wish. if
0: you meet some interesting people, you might want to mention that there's a place for them to tell their story
1: i i will i will definitely do that
0: Oh, yes. right, well, i'm zach i'm john this is the stick and mortar show please check out our website stickandmortar.com or visit us on facebook thanks
2: for clicking everybody bye bye